Today's episode of the North Forker Podcast is brought to you by California Closets with a recently opened showroom at 70 North Main Street in Sayville. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another North Forker Podcast. I am Grant Parpin. I'm joined, as always, by Michalina DeFont. Hi, everyone. And we have a uh, third person in here with us today, Cindy Zaweski. Hello. And uh, we're talking about the latest issue of Wine Press and, you know, sort of what's new in it. Wine Press is a publication that we've put out um, at Times Review Media Group uh, for uh, quite a while now. Um, and it's had a few iterations. And then uh, last year we uh, changed it to uh, once a year since we started uh, out with North Forker Magazine. And it seemed to just kind of make sense to have... Uh, uh, wine press be serve as more of a guide. So uh, this year we put it out, we updated it from last year, and there were uh, some changes that we kind of noticed. So we were like, let's take to the podcast to talk about some of those changes. And uh, the biggest change of which uh, Michelin will fill you in on. Yeah, so this is a pretty huge change. Uh, we're not sure if anyone even knows this yet, but so as everyone does know, though, Martha Claret sold last year in 2018 um, to the Rivero Gonzalez family, who are a Mexican winemaking family, mm-hmm. um, and it is going to go through a complete rebrand, so including a new name um, and new uh, new approach to making wine, basically, as well. Um, so the new name is RGNY, and I think that's going to change over um, on Mother's Day weekend, um, so it'll officially be RGNY instead of Martha Clara. Pretty yeah, huge. Yeah, which is pretty... I mean, obviously, Martha Clara one of the, um, you know, more well-known uh, uh, destinations, wine destinations out on the North Fork. Uh, Cindy, you got married there. I did. I think that this might actually be my husband and I's, like, last weekend to go because we were so, so jam-packed before the Mother's Day transition. So we're definitely going to have to get there and take a couple more pictures while it's still... Martha Clara. Yeah, yeah, see if they're like selling off any of like any Martha Clara branded items and take those home with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna start like all the, the glasses and all the memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're pretty excited to see what RGNY brings and um and their new approach and I can't wait to to see what in the, is in the future for them. Yeah, that's great. I mean, so from some previous reportings, uh, we know some of what is kind of in the future and, uh, you know, what they told us for this latest issue of Wine Press is that they, you know, really want to make this more about a wine experience. Um, we do know that their plan for a few years out from now includes building some luxury homes on the property, opening a bed and breakfast, um, and they're, you know, changing, uh, I guess, with a little bit the type of wine that they make. So, um, and and I think they're all actually also um, looking to put in a uh, farm-to-table restaurant there. Yeah, I heard that um, as well. So it's going to be uh, really interesting to see what happens there over the next few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, people definitely keep that in mind that uh, Martha Clara on Mother's Day will become RGNY. Uh, Cindy, what else uh, changed in the past year in, on the wine scene? Well, we have uh, Sanino Vineyards, and if you're familiar, they've had a tasting room over in Peconic for many years now, and uh, they're actually moving their tasting room over to Kutchog, closer to their B&B. Um, yeah, so that you- new building is so beautiful that they're in the process of putting up. It is. It's really fantastic. Anthony, somebody mentioned, too, and while well, you wrote about it... Uh, Anthony's like building it himself, right? That's like his background. He is. Yeah. He, is he is in construction. He's had yeah. a background in construction forever. He actually built the B&B. He built that house. Mm-hmm. His wife um, wanted to own a B&B forever. He wanted to make wine forever. So that was the deal. Like, And uh, he built her the B&B so That's she could so have cool. that. And what a dream. Yeah. So it's really cool. And it, it's like this dream that they built up together for many years. And this is kind of the fruition. And they're going to have 
both of these, like the vineyard, the the tasting room, and the B&B very close together. You could actually walk through the vines from the B&B to the tasting room if you choose to stay there. It's very romantic. Ooh, very cool. I'm just really glad that my wife doesn't want to uh, have a B&B because there's no way I could possibly build that for her, you know? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a uh, very romantic way to go. Yeah, it is really romantic. <laughs> Quite a gesture. Well, you have a handy husband, so do. he does I'm, some yeah. stuff for you, you know? I'm so lucky with that. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Michalina can relate to that. I don't know. I don't know. Some <laughs> days, yes. Other days, Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what else uh, can you tell us about the new tasting room? Um, so once the new tasting room opens, which is going to be kind of a modern take on a tasting room, he was kind of describing it as industrial. They were still putting together the final decor plans when I was speaking with him a couple weeks back. But um, it's definitely it's going to be a, a little different for, for the North Fork. It's not going to be super rustic. Oh, cool. And cool. Uh, once it does open, um, the Peconic Tasting Room, they'll, they'll phase out of that. They won't be Interesting. Uh, selling wine there anymore, and it'll be solely at that property in, in Kutchog. Wow. Cool. That is great. Um, other changes going on. Another one that we've uh, written a little bit about of late is uh, Jamesport Vineyards. Yeah, so I'm actually really excited about this. Um, so we have learned that um, Jamesport Vineyards is going to be opening a little wood-fired bistro um, on their property at Jamesport Vineyards. And it's going to be called Little Oak, which is the cutest name ever. Yeah, um, it's great. I like it a lot, yeah. um, and they're going to be serving their pizza there and um, other items as well. But I think it'll be really, really cool and just like another fun element um, for an already great vineyard. Yeah, it's really great. Um, you know, they, they've really kind of um, uh, their their reputation is really. Uh, uh, grown their, their, their kind of status within the wine industry of late. I know, uh, Len Thompson, who's more, uh, you know, who's our wine columnist and, uh, t- uh takes a more critical approach to his coverage of wine than, than, than we do. He's more the expert and he's just been, uh, he wrote recently wrote a column, uh, raving about what they've, uh, they've been doing since they, uh, hired their winemaker, uh, Dean Babiar. And I think something that you're going to see, um, a lot is people just experimenting with different grapes. And I know they've, uh, they've been doing some things with, uh, Italian varieties there. Um, Len uh, recommended if you're looking for a wine pick there, Len said their um, 2017 Riesling Pet Nat is uh, a favorite of his, and also the 2014 Late Harvest Riesling, which was a uh, the first wine that uh, Babiar made from start to finish at Jamesport. Oh, wow. I, I guess I just didn't realize he's been there for that long. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the other things that um, we wrote about in the wine press, like we said, we went to kind of more of a guide format, so it's something that people could really pick up. You have a profile of all the wineries, a map to get to the wineries. We also have a, a restaurant a guide, a dining guide, which, by the way, this year we changed the dining guide to be by category rather than by community. So we hope that's really helpful to people as they're bouncing around. They're like... I really want seafood or I really want Italian yeah. or um, uh, that's just like a, a, like kind of a better organization of that. Um, but another thing, we did also have a couple articles in there. And uh, one of the articles you wrote, Cindy, was about um, staying at a winery. And two of the wineries that we already mentioned uh, were included in that article. Yeah, um, Jamesport and Sanino, uh, both you can stay there, which is really cool. I actually just found out about being able to stay at Jamesport Vineyards for writing this article, and it's fantastic because the home that they have on the property is uh, recently redone. It's absolutely amazing to stay there. I love that house. Whenever I drive by it, I'm like, oh, could that be my house? Just like live <laughs> on the front of this winery property. It's definitely a dream property on the North Fork for sure. Yeah. Um, and... 
what's really great about all these properties and what they've all all the the people who were there said is that you have such great access to the owners and to the winemakers when you stay at these bed and breakfasts. Like yeah. it's, it's beyond a tasting and it you really get a chance to to be out there. Like if uh, the winemakers in the field with the vineyard manager is expecting the grapes, like you can go and be a part of that process and they invite you to be a part of that process. That's a really mm. cool experience. Yeah. I love that idea too. It kind of eliminates the, uh, the need to Uber around a little bit too. You know, you can uh, <laughs> at least, uh, you know, I think you're going to stay on the winery property on your entire trip to the North Fork, but I could really envision like coming out and just kind of dedicating one whole day to just like the wine experience and especially like you know at a place like Jamesport where they're serving food now it's like okay you know you actually kind of don't have to leave I'm gonna drive out I'm gonna get there in the afternoon I'm gonna uh, do a tasting I'm gonna have dinner and I'm gonna relax in my suite and drink more of the wine that I purchased there and uh, you know then maybe the next day go around the North Fork and check out things in that area um, another winery that was included in that was uh, Shin Estates, and they've had some changes there as well. Um, what do you think uh, when you visited Shin Estate? It's absolutely gorgeous. It really um, is. Being on Oregon Road just to begin with is gorgeous, and waking up there with the the vines right in view, it really doesn't get much more North Fork than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're also uh, recently redoing their bed and breakfast as well, so it's completely updated, and it has these gorgeous finishes, and it's rustic. It's pretty much everything that you would imagine about staying on the North Fork. So it's beautiful there. It's great. And they have really delicious wine as well. They do. Yeah. And that's a winery that uh, their updates came uh, in large part, I guess, because of uh, the sale uh, a couple of years ago. And that kind of started, it had been a while since a winery had sold on the North Fork. I'm trying to, off the top of my head, I can't even recall what the one most recent before that was, but about two years ago they sold. And then you had uh, Martha Clara, as we talked about, uh, mm-hmm. it's now RGNY, that sold. You had Palmer Vineyards uh, sell last year uh, as well. And now it looks like uh, Bedell Sellers, well, not looks like it is, that Bedell Sellers is on the market. Um, unfortunately, uh, uh, it follows the uh, death of the owner of uh, Bedell, uh, Michael Lynn. Um, and uh, it's on the market for... I think we can maybe pull this off. <laughs> really? Um, I think That's so. Interesting. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. We'd have a mortgage. Cool, we'd have a mortgage. Pretty gigantic mortgage. <laughs> like we'd probably each have to get a mortgage, but it's on the market for seventeen point nine million dollars. Very so, attainable. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. I don't know exactly what you guys make here. I mean, I make nine hundred seventy-five thousand a year. All right, um, Cindy, we so, can do this. this you know, like I, I have the income. Um, actually, I don't, I, don't, I don't even think up. that's enough income. There you go. <laughs> but um, the uh, uh, it's on the market for seventeen point nine million. Now that includes Bedell. Uh, Quarry Creek, which was like speaking of places that were recently redone a couple yeah. of years now, but um, Tap Room at Quarry Creek, which is awesome. And speaking of like places with a real like cool modern feel, um, and then uh, they also have a 23 acre vineyard on Wells Road in Peconic that's included in that. There's also a house on the property at Bedell. Um, it includes their catering facility with, I mean, we can, you know, you guys, I mean, you love, you were so into your wedding. You're, you've have some, uh, wedding planning experience. I we mean, can do this. This could we be can make thing. this work. Like this could be us. I don't understand why, you know, we could call this. Are there any um, backers out there? We could call this, uh, I, I don't even have to be the first initial. It could be MCGNY. There we go. We're done. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'm really, uh, 
this is an incredible listing there. $17.9 million would be a record sale out here. Uh, Martha Clara sale was $15 million, which also included their uh, estate. Uh, so that would be a kind of comparable sale. Yeah. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see um, what happens. And uh, obviously, you know, it's uh, for sale under, you know, unfortunate circumstances. Um, and we wish everybody the best there because, I mean, I think uh, what they're doing at Bedell is fantastic. Uh, the wine, um, their commitment to sustainable uh, uh, winemaking, their, um, and, you know, and even just, like I said, their event space. You go to an event there, like, you know, one, I went to a wedding there a handful of years back and it was just like... It's really not. Real place. It's stunning, yeah. you know. The it's property so is beautiful, um, and uh, you know, I wish everybody there the best of luck um, as uh, that moves forward. All right. Well, this is covered in our wine press. Everything we talked about here today. So be sure to pick up a copy. You can find it at the local wineries as well as other restaurants and you know other places where you can pick up magazines across the North Fork. And uh, next week, we'll also have a new issue coming out of the North Forker magazine, the May edition, and we will be um, talking about that. We'll have another podcast next week talking about the articles that are in there. And uh, we also have, um, for our listeners of our podcast, regular listeners, we will have our regular events uh, podcast coming out tomorrow. Uh, anything winery-specific we should mention in this podcast? So there is actually a great event happening this weekend on Saturday um, in celebration of Earth Day, and it's going to be hosted at the... Tap Room at Cory Creek by Long Island Sustainable Wine Growing. And it's a really cute little celebration for Earth Day. So they're doing a really cute little thing um, where you can um, DIY your own wildflower seed bomb, which is really fun. Um, you could also upcycle used wine corks into a DIY wine cork succulent planter. Super cute little things happening there. So um, looks like a really fun event. It um, includes a tasting flight and activities, and it's free for kids. Um, it's $30 for per person. That's great. And that is happening uh, Saturday, April 20th at noon. So uh, we'll uh, hopefully see some folks out there as well as uh, listening to tomorrow's podcast where we'll talk about even more events. Thank you guys for doing this this week. Sure. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us this time, Cindy. Thanks so much for having me. All right. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, California Closets, as well. 